on Homegrown tonight and about to go on the road in celebration of their 25th anniversary. Their first single, Woody, came out in 1993. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome Tim Friedman from the Whitlams. Hi, Jane. Hi, everyone. Congratulations. 25 years in the uh, Aussie rock music biz is uh, no mean feat. Thank you. Yeah, I, I remember when we first sort of got a break, we'd been together five years and, uh, well, I had, I'd had a band for five years, even a lot of people had been through it. And I remember thinking that was a long, long time. It, I, I hope it takes as long to get to the bottom as it took to the top. Luckily, it's taken longer to get to the bottom. You know when they say, uh, be nice to everybody on your way up because you might need them on the way down? <laughs> Has that been ringing true for you or not yet? Oh, well, I've had the same manager for 30 years and the same mixer for 30 years. So um, it does help to have a bit of continuity, I can tell you. You don't have to worry about hiring and firing. For a while there, you were on hiatus, weren't you? Yeah, I um, took my foot off the pedal, did a solo record. And we're still on half hiatus. We do, um, we work about two months a year. And then we just, uh, oh, we just drink cocktails poolside the rest of the year. You didn't, you didn't know about our, our secret international career where we made all the money. Right, so no aphrodisiac made more money than I thought. <laughs> Unfortunately, we gave it a shot in Canada and, and um, Germany. It only ever got played in Sweden, but I never made it to Sweden. Mm. So we never had that international hit, but um, luckily we still had a, a good career in Australia. Was it important to you for a while there to try and break the European or American markets? Uh, we tried for a few years. I, I toured Canada twice, and, um, yeah, you know, you just sort of try and take it as far as you can when you're young and full of the devil but um i sort of uh just in, in about 2006 i thought no it's it's it's, it's a good life releasing records and touring in australia and it just gets very expensive but apart from that i'm uh, i lack all ambition you were at newtown icon for many many years there certainly in the 90s when uh, the whitlams were at their peak do you still call newtown home or that area of sydney yeah yeah i haven't gone anywhere i've been here 30 years now it's changed a lot, hasn't it? It has. It's a mortgage belt now. Back then it was students and punks and old Greek couples <laughs> whose, kids had, who'd, whose kids had left home. I still love it, though, because, you know, when you have your own village for 25 years, you know all the shopkeepers, and if you're feeling a bit down, you just walk along the street and say hello to your friends who are selling fruit and cutting hair. Do you get out much and see live music? What's the live music scene there in Sydney since the lockout laws and, and you know, the effect of that? Oh, it's a bit depressed to be honest. It's hard for the venues in town to make money because they have to close so early, which is when they made their money, between midnight and two. You know, there's a movement called Keep Sydney Open, which I hope gets a bit more organised. They're, they're well organised, but I hope they get a bit more influence. I've just noticed on this tour, you know, we, we found... And, and so what happens is people just get out of the habit of going to see live music as much. Mm. And we've had... We've actually sold more tickets in Melbourne than we have in Sydney on this tour. They just they just know how to go out in Melbourne. There's a culture of it. Um, the advertising's better. The marketing's better. So um, it's a bit sad what's happened to Sydney. It's a bit of a wowser. It's almost like your single blow up the pokies, the world you painted in that particular song about pokies taking over the live music scene. Well, it's still happening, isn't it? Yeah, I was. Yeah, nothing's changed, unfortunately. I mean, that's been in the news so much lately. I mean, I, I'm going to. When we do a bit of telly in the next two weeks, I think I'll pull that one out because it, um, I'm afraid it's just as topical as it was when I wrote it. Well, back to you guys. 25th anniversary. What's been one of your favourite Whitlam's highlights in 25 years, Tim? And I know you'd have a lot of them. Well, Goff Whitlam in 98 when he gave us the award. Beginning to know Goff. And I was very proud of Little Cloud in 2006, which was our sixth album, but was almost our best best received so it was good to still be able to do it after 20 or however long that was 15 16 years well one of my highlight tracks is uh, no aphrodisiac it 
that's really the song that put you on the map. How do you feel about it now? Oh, when I haven't heard it for a while and I sing it, I really like it. But um, I don't, it still just doesn't seem to fit into any <laughs> movement of music. It's so slow at the start. And, well, I like the way it just develops. It's a sort of joke. And he, he holds his fire and then he just gets really crazy after about two and a half minutes. I still enjoy singing it. And... Um, I'm always a bit amused by how well it went, to be honest. Uh, lovely to catch up with you as ever, Tim. Um, always a pleasure. Good luck with the tour. Congratulations on 25 years as well. It's uh, it's a real feat. Thank you, Jane. And, um, well, I mean, I think I remember getting interviewed by you 20 years ago, so congratulations to you too. We've outlasted them. We've outlived them. <laughs> <laughs> they said we'd never make it, Tim. Mm. And the Whitlam's 25th anniversary tour kicks off on Tuesday, 1st of May, in Newcastle and goes absolutely everywhere. Regions, towns, check your gig guides for details. Here's no aphrodisiac right now, Triple M.